I'm Chris Ronzio, and this is Process Makes Perfect Daily. Welcome to today's episode. This is your daily dose of the Process Makes Perfect podcast by Trainual. Let's get into it. Chris was a guest on the Chase Potential podcast, where ideas centered around perfectionism, time management, and project management were discussed, as well as the practice of itemizing your tasks as a business owner so you can delegate those responsibilities to your employees more effectively. So I have a question to you in regards to that. So the the second part to that is you obviously want to put out good pieces of content. So do you have any like ideas around the concept of perfectionism? Because I know a lot of entrepreneurs that like spend so much time trying to get out the perfect product, but unfortunately, if you're going to do it like that, it'll take you a while. So do you have like any concepts, even in your own life or examples of how you wanted to be perfect and you kind of had to overcome it just by doing? Yeah. So I think perfectionism is a hindrance to production. So you want to produce as much as possible, but you also want to carve out some of your time to to create the masterpieces. So let me give you an example. You know, like we, I have a daily podcast as well and I have a column with Think Magazine. And so I'm, I'm writing and I'm recording and I'm having meetings and putting out content all the time. But on the side, I'm carving out time to write the longer pieces of work. And you know, if, if I every day wrote one paragraph for my book and just tried to push a book out in 30 days, the book might be crap. And so that's not the way to produce groundbreaking ideas. And that stuff takes time. But by producing these little mini lessons and blog posts and daily podcasts, I'm putting out something. And so I'm always churning out content. And then you can sit back and say, let me pick and choose and organize and spend some time creating the masterpiece because that stuff just doesn't happen overnight. Gotcha. So you actually take an interesting approach where you have the masterpiece, as you call it, which could be a book. It could be, it could, I mean, it could be a good video. Or it could be, you know, there's, yeah. there's stuff that takes time that you do want not to be perfect, but to be closer to perfect. Because, you know, if, if, if you're not working towards creating, molding something that's going to be a great representation, then you're just putting out a lot of like transient stuff. And so I think you got to do both. You've got to practice. You've got to get the reps of putting out content and working through your ideas, but then you take the best of all of that stuff and organize it into something bigger. Gotcha. So obviously you have a lot going on as a, as a business owner. So do you have any tips and strategies that you do when it comes to project management and time management? And I, and I say this because I have, I've heard from so many people that this quarantine has been the best thing, but then I'm talking to other people that because they're able to work on their ideas. Like I've seen so many people starting cooking blogs and everyone's cooking banana bread. So it's like, there's a lot of that going (laughs) on, right? A lot of entrepreneurship starting, but a lot of people have told me personally my time management sucks. My project management sucks. I have one guy that told me I literally spent an entire morning and he's a, he's a business owner. He's doing all this. He's like, for some reason I spent the morning watching Tiger King. And I'm like, what? Like you're, 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 you have a company, like you got employees. Um, so how do you manage the different facets of your life? And, and obviously project management goes into that. 
Yeah. So you've got to have some, some goals. First of all, you have to have quarterly or monthly goals that you're striving toward, because if you don't have some goal that you're aiming toward, then maybe you don't see Tiger King all morning as a distraction to getting to the goal. You know, like it does, does it really matter if I accomplish that milestone next week or the week after or three months from now, if you don't have a timeline for the goal you're trying to hit, then it's harder to be disciplined. So I think that's the first step is like, what do I, what am I trying to accomplish in the business? Am I trying to get this many customers or produce this with the product or hire this many people or hit this in revenue or profit? Like you've got to have some yardstick and some timeline for what you're trying to do. And then it comes down to, like you said, great project management and great discipline. So for me, my process is I wake up every morning. I have like a whole personal routine that I do. I meditate. I I write down in my iPad, my notes, um, anything that's on my mind, very free flow, just, just what tasks need to be done, what thoughts do I have, discussion topics. I have a call every morning with our chief of staff just to talk through what, you know, what happened yesterday, what was on my mind today, what's on the agenda for later today or tomorrow. And so that just helps me get organized and, and intentional for the day so that I know what I need to accomplish today. And then it's just about sticking to my task list in my calendar. It's like I time block on the calendar when I need to get big things done. And I put tasks on my, on my uh, project management system that are really actionable. Like it's not just ideas. It's like, do this exactly today. <laughs> I've got three or four or five of those things that I'm going to knock out. And so, so it's all connected. You know, you've got big goals that you're aiming for in a month or three months. And then you've got your project management is just the sequence towards hitting those big goals and your daily accountability is just to, to keep yourself in check and on track. And you, you said something interesting. So obviously you have all these systems and processes in place for yourself. Um, it, it just want to make sure is your team remote right now? Is everybody working remote? Yeah. Yep. Do you have any advice in terms of how to manage or work with your colleagues remote? And I, and again, I ask that because we're all, everybody's remote right now. And yeah. if you, if you, I mean, you got, you got two, two things going on. You got bad project man personally, but if you're working at a business that doesn't have good processes in place for remote, then at that point, it's like, it's like two things are coming together that are just a disaster. Cause it's like, I don't know how to manage my own time. And on top of that, my company doesn't have the processes in place to help me. So any, any cool. ideas there? Yeah, the company version is just a bigger version of what I explained for myself. So everyone on my team has goals. Every every team leader, department leader that reports to me has their quarterly objectives and their monthly goals that they're after. And so as a, a team, as a leadership team, we meet once a week as a check-in on all of those goals. Like what did we accomplish last week? What are we focused on getting done this week? We do an all-hands meeting for the whole team, 43 people right now every Monday, just to update them on department by department Here's what we got done last week. Here's what we're going to get done this week. And then it just trickles down, you know? So I have one-on-one -on -one meetings with all my direct reports every week and all of my direct reports have one-on-ones with their team. So it's this just system of accountability of saying, we know what our big goals are. We know what our responsibility is to hit those big goals. And we got to keep a cadence of these weekly progress meetings and these daily individual accountability with your task list. Gotcha. Okay, cool. And, and I just want to mention, you know, some of the questions I'm asking are a lot of questions that have come up from business owners. I know that I consult on the side or some of my own yep. clients. Um, so I'm like, man, you know, I, I know that you're probably, you know, going through what they're going through. So you, you obviously have a lot of data there. One other question I want to ask you, because this actually came up um, on my last podcast, actually, where 
Um, he's a very successful digital marketing agency owner, but he's trying to figure out, and I know we're kind of jumping around, but you know, that's how the conversation goes. Um, so he, he's a successful digital marketing agency owner, but he's trying to figure out how to shift from being the top sales rep. And I have heard over, you know, 200 plus businesses that I've consulted every time that conversation has come up where it's like, how does the, the business owner stop being the top sales rep? Right. Mm. And, yeah. and, and that's really how you learn how to scale. So obviously I'm sure you probably had to deal with that when you're doing your video production company and train you So how did you kind of step back from being that top sales rep that has to be on every sales call and doing its thing? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, I mean, being a sales rep is like one of the hats you wear. And so when you're starting a company, if it's just you, you're wearing every hat, but even when you've got a few team members, unless you hire someone or you've got a partner that owns that part of the business, then it's probably fallen on your shoulders. And so most founders probably do have that sales rep role. And so there's just a point in the business where you, you look at your different responsibilities and try to figure out where am I producing the most value for the company? Like if I put a hundred percent of my time into sales, you know, there's a limit to how big the business could get. That's why you'd need other salespeople. So at some point you need to start putting a percentage of your time into strategy and vision and coaching your direct reports and looking at the financials. And there's other things that are just more important than generating, you know, three times your, your personal income and quota or whatever it is. And so when, when you reach that point in the business, it feels obvious. Like, you know, you don't want to be on another sales call. And so the way that you get out of being the producer is this phrase I came up with. You first, you do it, then you document it, then you delegate it. That's, that's it. It's simple. You learn to do something that you're responsible for. And as soon as you're doing it consistently over and over and over, and you don't want to do it anymore, you've got to delegate it to someone. But the step in between is writing down the instructions. So you document how to do it. And you say, what makes me such a good salesperson? How do I do my first calls on the phone? Like, where's the script? You know, what is my follow-up sequence that we can load into the CRM? Like, what, how do I build rapport with people? Where do I get my leads from? Because once you write that stuff down, now you can hire someone and give them your playbook. And you can say, look, here's the results I had. Here's the exact sequence and process that I went through. And here's my expectation of you to do the same and, and the time it'll take you to ramp up. And it's such a relief when you offload a responsibility like that because then it's like you've leveraged someone else and their time and their expertise. And now you can bring on more of those people to do infinitely more than you ever could have if you couldn't delegate that. And so delegation is really what powers your business to grow. You've got to strip back responsibilities. And it's not just sales. It's every area of the business that you start off doing. So wherever you are, if you're the technician in the business, if you're, you know, making the widgets or if you're doing the sales calls or you're running your ads or whatever it is that you're doing, like you have to strip those responsibilities back and documenting is the way you do it. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Process Makes Perfect Daily. We're releasing these mini episodes every Monday through Thursday, and be sure to catch our full length episodes every Friday. Tons more content, including video versions of everything over on YouTube at Chris Ronzio, and be sure to connect with me on LinkedIn and Instagram. I'd love to hear from you.